Hello, hello, hello. Me, Devin, again with Inner Spark, and just want to talk about the season of the lover, this late springtime season, and some ways to to connect with that, to honor that. And, you know, in very grounded and tangible ways that are applicable to our lives, right? So I know many of us are really interested in in these these ways and these kind of subtle energies and these abstract esoteric concepts and without really um, applying them to our lives they just kind of stay out there right they stay in the abstract esoteric realms and we don't really get to soak up the juiciness of living these ways so let's talk about the lover real quick what does it mean to be a lover what does lover mean to you what comes up when you hear me say that do you go straight to like romantic love? Do you go straight to feeling and thinking into kind of more of the the energy of love and love as as a way of of just being and living on a daily basis? So what does it mean to you to be a lover? And like I said, this this late springtime season is is the time of the lover, the lover archetype on Inner Sparks wheel. And working with, with these, these subtle energies and invitations of each of the literal seasons um, can really support us, like I said, in, in coming to know ourselves more deeply, to living more um, integrated and more holistically, and to, to really understanding um, what it means to, to be a human and to be on this really beautiful kind of flowy, rhythmic, spirally journey and dance of life. Life is not intended to be linear, no matter how much our current um, cultural and, and societal setup wants us to believe, it's not meant to be this this linear, productive, go, go, go time. And so these, these energies, these archetypes on Inner Sparks Wheel are within us and around us all the time, every day. It doesn't matter what the actual season is. But when we really follow the actual seasons that the earth experiences, we're able to have more of a, a tangible entry point into connecting with like, okay, well, how does this feel when I experience late spring around me with the flowers and the trees and the growing days? And what does that metaphorically and energetically represent within myself? And so... I have plenty of resources on that. If you want to learn more, uh, go to innerspark.life slash eight. There's so much more. Um, today though, I really just want to focus on the lover and ways to, to honor that. So to be a lover and in alignment with the lover archetype is to see oneself in another and to recognize that you are and you are that. So I am, and I am, I am that. Recognizing yourself in another, recognizing yourself in all things around you, being able to see that, that kind of beautiful merging of your own self-will, your own initiatory um, aspects. Early spring is the initiate, so we, we've come from this like, I am and I am here and I'm going to blossom forth and be bold. And now coming into this, this recognition of, oh, I am actually that. I am all. So this merging, this beautiful alchemical um, merging of self-will, divine will, self and other, and 
So this this lovely just just intertwining and realizing that we can get so much more satisfaction, nourishment, um, of aliveness, richness out of our experience when we can kind of have this this subtle yet profound perspective shift going from me to we seeing this this totality of everything and so three ways to honor and and celebrate and live this are as follows one is to practice devotion so how are you showing up for yourself uh, with love first and foremost how are you being a lover with yourself and with all the parts of yourself yeah you are a multi-dimensional multi-faceted creature with all kinds of parts and so specifically i feel like many of us have a hard time with those those more shadowy um challenging parts of ourselves the parts that are angry or ashamed or in grief or sad and so as we can come into more love and reverence with those parts that inevitably uh, trickles out to to others as well. So really practicing devotion, showing up in ways that that are committed and and pure and and just in loving um, curiosity and and reverence, no expectations. Number two is to recognize yourself and others. And this is especially helpful when dealing with others that we find challenging. We learn a lot more from people that uh, rub us the wrong way than we do from people that, you know, everything's hunky-dory and they think and act and feel like us and, and we're on the same page, right? Those relationships are wonderful. They uplift us. They inspire us, right? They help us to grow and to blossom. But the ones that we really learn the most from are the ones that challenge us. So beginning to recognize yourself in others and seeing those hurting parts in other people. So in the first one, I said, invited you to, to show up with, with devotion, practice devotion and really showing up for the parts of yourself. And by doing that, able to really see those parts in others and just holding space for the love. That doesn't mean anything about accepting, condoning any of that. Just, again, observing. No story, no expectation, no nothing, just observing. And lastly is to explore shame associated with love. So when it comes to shame and, and particularly feminine shame, which again impacts all of us regardless of gender and anatomy, it is here. And so when it comes to that, this there is this, this um, perceived barrier towards safety, contentment, and joy. So something is a block to that, that brings up shame, which motivates some type of change to take place so that safety, contentment, and joy can, can take place again. And so exploring shame associated with love, with giving and receiving love, your relationship with love. What were your earliest messages about it, your earliest memories, your earliest experiences of giving and receiving love? Where is there a refusal to see others or yourself through the eyes of, of compassion, of love, with just 
observation, no story, no um, expectation, definition, conclusions, beliefs, just observation. And so really explore this and let yourself look at it. There's tremendous opportunity in medicine there when we can explore the ways that we have shame around something that is so fundamental to our our humanness as love. We are love. Everything is love. It's the greatest force on earth, the greatest medicine. So how are you honoring the lover? How does this show up for you? What are you noticing right now in the literal season of the lover in this late springtime? And I'd love to hear from you. Please share. <laughs>